Hi guys, and welcome back to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. I'm your host, Marley Fragging, and in this episode, I'm joined by Rachel from Just Because It Is Pretty. In this episode, we go all over the map talking about holding yourself accountable, what it's like to be an influencer or content creator. We're not sure which term to use, what it's like to have that traditional it girl aesthetic. And, you know, when Rachel really started to take influencing seriously and, you know, what her experience has been doing this. We also talk a lot about balancing, you know, her other job and being an influencer and just kind of about the realisticness of what it's like to be in the space while also like holding yourself accountable to making all of this own content completely on your own. I mean, that's the thing about influencing. I think people don't think a lot about is like, nobody is holding your hand to do it. Like it is a personal business. Like you are the CEO of it. So I really enjoyed this episode. We talk about how to make it happen for you. And, um, guys, it's our last episode in April. So Let's do it. <laughs> so you want to be an egg girl? Hi guys, welcome back to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. Today we are joined by Rachel from Just Because It's Pretty. Welcome, Rachel, to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to burn it. See, I can't speak either. <laughs> story of my life and it, like oh I talk into this mic I know whatever and it, I was like we're it warming looks- up it's the morning it's like 6 30 where you are and it's 3 yeah. oh 6 39 for sure yeah. yeah okay good yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> but yes I'm very excited to be here thanks for having me oh my gosh of course so let's just jump right into it like do you call yourself an influencer that is a great question I actually joke with my friends about that because when people ask me what I do, they're like, are you a content creator? Are you an influencer? And this is not my full-time job. I do have a full-time job. So it's really awkward because I never know what to call myself because I feel like it changes with the audience who I'm talking to. For example, my media kit, which is basically a resume for an influencer, content creator, that says content creator. But on my email signature that I use for everything around at Just Because It's Pretty, that says influencer on it. And so it really depends on the audience, I would say. But I I think I do a mix of both. And I wish that there was a better need for it. Um, Someone who is an influencer and a content creator, which are basically the same thing. But in theory, they're so different. I also feel like... What what makes them different? Like, what do you... I would say content creator is Mm -hmm. someone who is not just showing, like, not just posting pretty pictures of themselves, which I feel like is the connotation that influencer has. Mm -hmm. And that's why I feel like it kind of gets a bad rep, which is why I don't necessarily outwardly say, oh, I'm an influencer. Um, Because it does have that. It's like, oh, you just post pretty pictures on Instagram. But Mm -hmm. content creators, like, no, like I work with the brand, we figure out like what their goals are and their initiatives and what their product launches are. And we come up with creative ways to entice an audience and all of that stuff. And so, yeah, it's a loaded question for sure. It's definitely loaded. So, okay. So when you're around different, who's the different people you would use a different name for people's like, would you say to me, 
you're a content creator or would you, and what do you say to your like parents? <laughs> so my mom would say that I'm an influencer. Mm-hmm. My dad would be confused and say that Rachel has an Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she has an Instagram. So does everyone's pet. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Literally. Um, but I don't think he, I don't know. Uh, my friends, if I like, so I went to LA, as I was telling you a little mm-hmm. before we started. And I went to some Revolve events and things like that. And I was introducing myself to people. And I would say in that setting that I am an influencer. Yeah, I would like agree. It felt, that kind of event, you can it, totally just... Exactly. Just, and like when I was introducing myself and like people are like, show me your... Pay-, like you say that you're an influencer in those settings. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I'm sending out like my account statistics to a brand, I'm not feel like I'm an influencer. I'm like, no, I'm creating content for you. Mm-hmm. Type of thing, and I'm going to help support your brand. Yeah, I love that. So, how did just because it's pretty, I think, like explains a little bit about you, but like, how did that <laughs> come to be? Like, was that something that was always natural to you? Because, like, you have a really, like, to me, like, it girl aesthetic, like a traditional Instagram, very beautiful, like, perfectly curated. And it's like, some people, I'm like, were you always <laughs> just like this, or did well, Instagram teach you? <laughs> first of all, thank you. You're I welcome. very much appreciate it. And I've always been like this. And that's why I was like, I need to start this account. I would post like, there's this one picture that my two friends always make fun of. And I posted, there was like this pretty stroll on the ground at my beach house. And I posted a picture of it on like my personal one, but like my Rachel pre, just because it's pretty Instagram, which Mm -hmm. I never use anymore. And I posted a picture literally of the straw just laying on the ground. Mm -hmm. And they were like, what are you doing? And then that was kind of like, okay, I need to create this other account where like things like this are kind of normal, but I've always dressed the same. I've always been obsessed with pink. I've always always taken photos like this. I mean, they've gotten a little better truthfully when I've created this account because now I'm focused on like my background and how it will look on the feed and things like that. But I've always been a very creative person. I'd say like everything from like when I was little, I took like sewing classes while people were playing soccer um, on a Saturday. So like I always have the creative side to me. And I feel like it's just coming out in social media now where I was posting like these random things on my personal account that Mm -hmm. really didn't belong there. Everyone else is posting pictures of them and their friends. Mm, Right. (laughs) Which I still did, but there was the mix in of the other stuff too that just did not go together. No. I'm like, I totally, because it's like, if you mix them in together, no one knows what you're you're posting or whatnot. Yeah. And I wasn't trying to like post like an influencer, let's say at the Mm -hmm. time, but I would just post like aesthetic pictures all the time of like random things but like a lot of them Mm -hmm. so it made sense to make another account yeah totally I like saw your other account and I was like oh I wonder if she still (laughs) uses this for like other things or not at all so like that's a great question I honestly I feel bad for that account I haven't given (laughs) it any love someone actually said um someone actually said to one of my college friends like one of her friends said did Rachel block me like I haven't seen anything about her lately (laughs) she was like no No. she just doesn't use that account anymore so what I post on that account uh, that's a good question like if I have a great friend picture like I'll Mm -hmm. post it or you know what I've actually done lately I went to like a wedding on New Year's and I Mm -hmm. kind of wanted the pictures on both accounts so I Mm -hmm. did a that new feature on Instagram where it could be posted on both um 
I post pictures of my boyfriend on the other account. He's made it onto just because it's pretty once or twice. Um, I know <laughs> like a soft launch on there, but he's totally on the other one. So it, I, I post like maybe max two, three times a year. And my other one, I post every day. So wow. I do feel bad for it. Wow. Uh, yeah. So when did you start this just because it's pretty page? How long ago? Started it. I think it was April, 2020. So like deep beginning of pandemic, Mm -hmm. I had all this free time. It was my senior year of college, which obviously was cut short. So I was just home. I was at my beach house with my family and I just really wanted to start it. I was like, I want to do this now. Like, this is what I want to do. And I had the entire summer off before I started my first job. Mm -hmm. So I was like, this is the time. Like, and I just love pretty things. (laughs) I kid you not. That is where the name came from. I love that. What's, if you can tell us, like, what's your other job? I'm just always so curious what the duality is. So it did not make sense at first. It didn't. And I love, and I loved my first job. Loved it. Loved the people loved working there, but I felt like I had two separate lives and mm. I started my new job on Monday. So like, oh, this is, br- this is brand a big change. This is a brand new change in my breaking life news. So, here. Exactly. Um, everyone honestly thought because I had like three weeks off in between my jobs, I thought I was doing my account full time. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I'm just having fun. I'm fun employed. I have a new job. So my first job was straight out of college, made sense. I was like a business, um, and like it was like a business psychology communications mix of a major type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I was a recruiter for a company that created healthcare startups. So like total Yeah, the aesthetic opposite. is really different on that one. Oh, it's so yeah. <laughs> you think? Um, So I would like, I would do my job. Job was great. And then I would do all the creative stuff after work or before work or whenever it was, but I felt really disconnected. And then how I got my new job actually. So my new job, I'm working at Saks now. So Mm Saks.com. For those, I didn't know this either. Saks, the stores and Saks.com split. So I'm for the .com. I know you learn something new every day. Not a clue. And I actually got a DM on at just because it's pretty about this new team they were creating. And I wanted to hear more about it. And here I am now. It was my first week. Wow. And I really, really like it. I'm sure. I mean, I would really like that too. I like that for you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. It just feels a lot more aligned in my life. Like I put in my Instagram bio type of thing. It just made sense. And the other one, people be like, what? Right. Totally. It's just doing two separate things. But whenever I would tell people what my previous job, they'd be very confused. Even though I loved it, they were just confused because they knew me and they knew I had this separate other life happening as well. I love that. So your page pretty much got you this job. Yes. Which is a crazy thing. Crazy thing. How did that feel? I honestly, I was so proud. I was like, wow, I guess people notice. Like, yeah, it's hard sometimes because you look at metrics on Instagram, but Mm -hmm. like think, and like, that's what you measure your success off of. But I started a new job this week because of this page, which is crazy. I even sent them uh, my media kit before I sent them my real resume. Mm -hmm. They just needed to have my resume on file. (laughs) So I ended up sending it to them. I was like, sure, I'll send it to you. Here it is. Like, I got it. Yeah, so... Exactly. Well, obviously you're doing like a lot too. So like, how do you 
and balance, like all of this, the theme this month is like holding yourself accountable and like being, I'll say content creator. Cause I, yes. I'm not, content yeah, creator you can slash say, influencer. we can switch it up. Right. Yes. I'm like, Good. today yeah, I, I say content there needs creator. to be a new name. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I'll think like, about the name. I'll get back to you. You procure <laughs> work through Instagram as well. Um, yeah, that, but that space, <laughs> exactly. like you have to 100% be in charge oh. of yourself, run the schedule, know what you need to do. And like, I, you know, have seen a lot of people, obviously when they get huge, have, you know, teams work on them or even some smaller people too, you know, but like, it's still you and it's your name. And like, how do you manage creating content, posting at the right time, writing captions, the whole thing and having another job? It's a lot. It's a lot, especially when, well, back up a second. It was really easy to do it when I didn't have my jobs. And when I was fun and played, I was like, wow, this is the light. But now I'm getting back into my old routine of how I used to manage it. So I kind of felt like I had a little break, Mm -hmm. but doing all this work, I didn't feel like I had a break, even though I loved doing it. So it's like a little, I don't know. But to answer your question there, I am someone who is like so type A, like if I, yep, if I can plan it out, I will do it. And that's how it works. I have it pretty down to a system at this point. So um, a few things, all my content is taken far in advance. Like I have a folder on my phone of pictures ready to go. Like I just have them on tap and like I plan out my feed for a week before. So I do a lot of work on Sundays. Sundays, I upload my photos. So for those who don't know, this might be a little tip for you. Uh, for Instagram, if you go to Facebook Business Manager, you can save drafts or schedule all your posts. So mm-hmm. I will have posts go live while I am working. And I'd say the hardest thing about managing working and being a content creator, we're going to call it, um, is posting at the same time every day. Because apparently that's the key to doing well. It says all the people on TikTok and you know, the whole thing. But I do like, exactly. I do like to stay consistent because it holds myself accountable. So I schedule all my posts out on a Sunday. I just sit in front of my computer all day. I write all my captions. I keep a hashtag bank. So it's just really easy to copy and paste them. And I play around with my feed. So I plan my feed first. Then I schedule them all out and do captions one by one. TikTok's a little different. It definitely added a lot more work to my plate though, Mm because it's creating additional content. So half of those, I have like a lot of drafts as I'm sure everyone does, even on their personal account. So some are ready to go, some aren't ready to go. Um, But I try to post three times a day on TikTok, one time a day on Instagram. And the only day I take off is Saturday because I feel like people aren't on their phones as much. Correct me if I'm wrong, everyone listening. Yeah, I know. It's a lot, but when you plan it out, all you're really doing is posting and engaging. And then throughout that next week, like honestly, during the workday, I don't look how I look in all my pictures. Like I don't look like that every day. I'm not dressed up every day. Right now I'm wearing a sweatshirt and like whatever. But if there is a day where I am dressed up or on the weekends, I shoot a lot of my content. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm going to Soho to get brunch with my friends, I will make someone take mm-hmm. picture of me. My roommates are so great at it. We go up to our roof on a break and we take some photos, but I just have them far in advance. And every time I can take a picture of an outfit, I will. Or like if everyone's wearing comfy clothes to go eat and I know that there's a location I want to take a picture at, 
Mm -hmm. I'm going to dress up literally to take a picture. Mm -hmm. That's the reality of it. And that's how I get my content in while not, I never go out to shoot quote unquote. Like I truthfully cannot see myself going to Soho and having a tripod. I am not that confident. Rather, I'm nervous that someone's going to steal my phone and the tripod. I I, I swear. I, I, I thought about it so many times. Like someone's literally going to snatch my phone up. I don't know how people do it. So and just thinking about every opportunity and every time when you're on your phone scrolling as well, I edit content. Like before I go to bed, I'm up way too late every night and I edit content. And like, that's like what I do before I go to bed. I don't know. Just yeah, like part I, of my routine. I totally see how that totally also works out because I yeah. am already on my phone so much. So it's like, yes. it's- right there might as well do something productive productive right and it's like sometimes I feel like I have no content to like create or edit because like on a Monday all my stuff is kind of ready to go for the week I mean if something comes up then I'll post it my stories obviously that's just day to day but sometimes I'm like what do I do like I don't need I have so much content sometimes I feel like I have so much content I can't post it all which is often so you like crave to make more content yes it's so interesting but I don't don't want to overpost. Sure. Ooh, tell us about that. I haven't heard Overposting. people talk about that enough. I just, I think there's a mix. Some people would want you to post every single second. Other people are going to get annoyed. Mm-hmm. I never want to annoy anyone. If I could, I would post on my feed on Instagram. Maybe not photos, but definitely videos mm-hmm. often. Because if I'm posting three times a day on TikTok, I could easily post all those videos on Instagram. Okay. But I have to be very selective about what might work and what people actually want to see. Um, because your audiences on Instagram and TikTok are so different. Mm-hmm. TikTok, it's kind of like a free for all. And whoever, yeah. it's like throwing spaghetti at a wall. What's that saying? <laughs> right. And, and like, I don't care about yeah. who I follow. Like I kind of give a fuck about yeah. who I follow on Instagram. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I'm like, oh, I like, like it, whatever. I've never unfollowed anyone on TikTok. I really, yeah, ever. But it's, it's so funny how Instagram is so different. Mm-hmm. And I'm be- I'm a lot more cautious about what, not cautious about what I put out there in terms of like my image and what I'm saying, because sure. I'm putting it out there regardless, but rather what's actually going to be enticing to people right. and beneficial. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, no matter what, Instagram is never going to completely be able to get rid of that put together, polished look. I know. And I've tried. It honestly gives me anxiety when I do that. Like there's been points where like, I was like, you know what? Like I'm over it. I'll make my feed look decent. I'm posting whatever I want whenever it makes me so much happier when my feed is pretty. It's like a personal thing. Like I don't, there's no shot people really notice unless like that's something that they enjoy as well. But right. it's honestly selfish of me. Well, but that, I mean, that we could go in a whole tangent. Of oh, the, even though like we all love it, we all subscribe to it. Like I'm fascinated by it. People love it. Like there's still like a weird relationship yeah. between you and the likes and the psychology that I'm just, oh, I did talk about. It is crazy. You need, you need someone. I'm sure there's people, there's past people who studies on that. Oh yeah. Have you seen the social dilemma they talk about it oh oh yes and it was all like box or something like that yes and the one scene from that they were like on a fake airplane or something crazy that's uh-huh. what stuck with me. Oh, what stuck with me was when they showed the guy being off the oh, app. 
also yes, and they push in the notifications. Life. So I'm yes. always like, get off TikTok when you post. Get off, like get off of it. Like it's yes, it's crazy. It's it so is crazy. Wild. And world. some days, of course, are better. Sometimes your posts will engage, like they'll have great engagement. Other times they won't. Yeah. And that's just like obviously it's not enjoyable, but it's what it is. Yeah. So let's talk about that. I want to know kind of about mm-hmm. your personal relationship just with like social media as a whole. So many people like struggle with it, you know, but like being on it, the influencer side or now I'm back to influencer, um, content, yeah. creator, <laughs> being okay. on the content creator side, like, is it, you know, hard when something doesn't perform well? Like, does it make you feel weird? It depends what it is. If it's something that I put a lot of time and effort into, then it's totally upsetting when it doesn't perform well. But there's also times where I record a seven second video and I put text on it and that either, well, when it performs really well, it's like, are you joking? Like, that's Mm -hmm. great. But like, really? But when that doesn't perform well, I could care less because I was like, I put minimal effort into that and it was worth a try type of thing. So I would say yes, when it took me like, I'm probably exaggerating, but like an hour to like film and change and come up with the idea and edit and write the caption and do the transitions and like all of that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, right. It's, it's, it's like, oh, shoot. Like I re- worked really hard on this. What is like your relationship with like looking at other people's social media and like, that's how does it good, make you feel? <laughs> huh? That's a good question. I'd say the only, huh? The only thing I kind of pay attention to is like what's working for them and what's mm-hmm. not working. Because if they create some more content as to me, I can use that as learnings for myself. But it's totally hard not to compare yourself to other influencers or creators or whoever they are, even though everyone's putting out such different content because everyone's so different. Mm -hmm. But it's so easy to compare yourself um, and like what they're doing. And it's more like about like, I'm saying like a lot. It's more about brand deals and things like that. Like, oh, how did they get that? Should I reach out to them? Or did it like things along those lines? The curiosity of it. Yeah. It's like, so how did that happen? Or what about that? Yeah. Very cool. What would you say is your end goal with now I'm back to influencing? Influencing. Uh, That's a great question. If you asked me before, I would say to do this full time. Mm. And I still think that I would say that, but I don't, I'd be cautious of how sustainable it is in the long run. In the sense that like last, what was it last year? My Instagram account got shut off for two weeks. They like reported suspicious. No, what was it? I violated community guidelines. I was like, everything is so PG on my account. And then they restored it. But I'm not not sure if you know this. It's so hard to get in contact with Instagram. Like there's no security in any of it. But theoretically, if there was, Uh I would love to do this full time. I love creating content. I love putting looks together for people. I love shopping for people, literally. Mm -hmm. I love like telling them these up tricks and tips and things like that. Like I love doing that. And I also love checking out cool places and sharing about it with people. So like they know to go here and there and try this restaurant and go to this pop-up and things like that. Like 
that gives me so much joy in my life. Uh, it just more so, is it sustainable in the long run? Which is such a bigger question. But if it was, then this would totally be the end goal, which is still theoretically is, but you never know. It's yeah. scary out there. Scary you know, in the world of social You're media. not the first influencer on this show to say that. Um, really? Too, is that like, you know, they worry a little bit about like where it's going to go, you know? And I feel like that's why so many influencers are switching to making their own products or own things. Exactly. Right. And I think that would probably be the end goal, but there's nothing that I would want to, that I'm confident that I want to dive into in that space at the moment. I'm just going to throw this one out there because it's like rolling around in my mind. Tell me. I think you should style people. Like I really Someone do. said that to me before. Yeah. Like, Someone has said that to me before. Like huh. get a styling call with you. I don't know. That's my oh, idea. I, I like it. Can't like get some z- Zoom calls in person in New York. Right? I like it. Yeah. Like you can get like a Revolve folder from you and you've pulled looks for them. Like Ooh, I like that. You know, I just had to say it. <laughs> I like this. Okay. We should yeah, talk I was like, this. I'm just going to put this one out there for my braid because like- I would I, love that. I the use only- the Revolve styling sometimes too. Do but you? Like, yeah. But sometimes oh my goodness. Like, I'm just like, oh, you don't read, like we've never, she's great. I do text her, but like, I don't, Um, like she's never met me. So she doesn't yeah. actually know, know that, like, your style. Right. Like I have a that, dark preppy style, like, you know. But you, but you would have to tell her that. That's also the thing. When I write, I'd also always do like question boxes on my stories. Like, mm-hmm. what are you shopping for? Let me help you. And someone's like, I'm making this up. Like floral dresses or like white dresses for spring. I'm like, but what? I, I need like descriptive things right. because I don't know who you are theoretically and what style you like. I'm like, how many white dresses? to I post because I don't know if you like them or not. So the one-on-one situation would be a lot better because I love doing that and looking and shopping. Right. Do you ever get like kind of burnt out though working on this or does do you just have this amazing state of only? I think no one has that. I think I'm I've never had a point where I'm like, I want to stop doing this. Like that's not even in the question for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see that ever me ever crossing a path mm-hmm. that that's what I'm going to do. I think there's times where I'm more excited to work on it than others, or there's things that I'm more passionate that I'm working on than others. Mm-hmm. For example, um, I'm redoing my website at the moment and it's actually about to go live soon. And first, I love doing that. Like, I think it's so fun. I love like coming up with different ideas for people like ways to shop, going back to Revolve. Like I'm looking, I made all these different Revolve lists for people to shop from and things like that. And they're all linked there and stuff like that. Like I love doing that. The stuff that like kind of drains me more is like the logistics of everything, like posting and engaging and Mm -hmm. like the stresses that I put on myself that aren't necessarily creative. They're more like logistical with platforms. So yeah. Right. You can't, even though like I kind of do believe you can just post and get off. But you can't. I know. You can can unless you're Kim Kardashian. Like you can't, I think you can, like if you're having a bad day, post, get off, respond to shit later. Like, Or for example, this morning I had like a 15 minute break and it was around my posting time during work at a 15 minute break. So I posted and I left it and it did decent and it's great and it's whatever, but I wouldn't do that every day. 
Mm, there you go. Yeah. You wouldn't do it every day. Totally. Exactly. What has like social media and being such an avid, avid, being an avid <laughs> poster, like what has it taught you about being confident or like, was there ever a time you were worried, like what people were saying about saying? the content? Sure. That's a, hmm, honestly, I want to say no which is crazy to say. And I think the reason why is because I didn't do this on my personal account. Mm -hmm. And I, at first I was, there's like, at first I think I might've been a bit more conservative in what I was posting in the sense I wasn't talking to the camera. I wasn't comfortable with that. Like I didn't know. And like when people found out about it, they were like, Oh, like just because it's pretty like, Oh, like Rachel, blah, blah, blah. Like, and people would like say things to me while I'm out. Mm -hmm. And majority, it's all, I want to, I don't, I can't think of anything negative, but I'd say 99.9% of stuff I would say is like positive stuff, which Mm -hmm. gives me the confidence to keep doing it. And I'm sure there's people who are talking about me. Everyone talks about everyone. Like Mm -hmm. I can't imagine that doesn't exist, but you can't, that's like, even if I wasn't doing this, that would probably still happen in daily life or whoever it is. So no, not really at all. And I think also the fact that it's not my original account that I started, Mm -hmm. it's not like people were like, oh, I want to unfollow her now. Like people would only follow me if they were actually interested in it. Maybe not interested in my outfits, but interested in like what the hell I was doing. Um, Even if it wasn't the most positive intent, like they made that choice. And so it's not like I'm forcing, you know, so it's interesting. And I think the other aspect of that is that people also feel like they know everything that's happening in my life, Mm. but that's so not true because I only share parts of it, you know? So feel weird for you that people think they know you and like, really everyone is so much more complex, like out in the world than just like, Oh, here's this pretty girl with this pretty aesthetic. Like, Yes. How does that feel? And yes and no. I think to someone who I'm not very close with or someone mm. who I've never met or anyone who follows me who is not someone who's really close in my life, that doesn't, I feel like that doesn't really bother me at all. Mm. Um, and rather I'm creating content for them. Like I'm there to help them in some sort of way, whether it's with an outfit or what to do or to style something like or shopping. Like I'm there. That's what, that's why they follow me. That's what I'm there to do. And I Mm -hmm. love doing that. And I love connecting with those people. Um, But that's not all you do. No, exactly. Well, exactly. And I think that's fine because that's what they come for. And like, that's Mm -hmm. fine. But I think it's different for the people who I'm close to in my life and the people who really know me and have known me before this. And Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, like, I just know what's going on in your life because of your account. And I'm like, no, that's like... A fourth of my life. I'm like, there's so much else happening. Like, that's not the full story of my life. That's just what I choose to share, which is majority good times. I don't typically post bad things, which I know there's a lot of controversy out there about that. Like, should you, should you not be whatever? But if it's not relevant, I don't share it. Right. Because it's beautiful things, shopping, like Like, tips and tricks. Exactly. So it's like ridiculous for someone to think, oh, those three things, that's that's your entire personality. That's all you do. But we do it because we're so conditioned over time, like seeing a constant Mm -hmm. post to think, oh, that's it. But like, that's actually stupid. (laughs) 
it's wait it's an even crazier this actually happened i was really sick a few weeks ago i didn't have the flu i didn't have covid thank goodness but i was like in bed sick i was so convinced i had covid didn't happen but no one knew unless i was like my roommates knew my family knew my boyfriend knew people who like called me that week knew but no one else knew Mm -hmm. yeah because i wasn't like nothing was pretty about me sick in bed (laughs) blowing my nose all day it was like and i don't like to go on and complain and be like oh i'm so sick today yeah so yeah so that was like a prime example of it right but i you know i probably saw you post a cute photo and was like oh "Oh." yeah i exactly posted still showed up posted stuff from my right like i had no idea you had a second job i saw sacks in your bio Mm -hmm. and i was like i'm really curious about that like yeah and i was like oh she has a boyfriend like oh right like of course she has a family like you know (laughs) just like deduce she has brothers right oh you make it on there yeah they make it on there sometimes they did the other day right it's just i've deduced you to this and that's it and that's Mm -hmm. all the only bubble you can serve in my head okay like Mm -hmm. it's ridiculous exactly it's crazy and the thing is though i don't know if that it doesn't necessarily bother me at all because that's what i choose to put out there Mm -hmm. it's just i just think it's kind of funny sometimes when people think that's the only thing in my that is happening in my life not that that's a bad thing or not it's just kind of funny yeah i'm like no i overslept today on accident you're like this is just it is what it is did you make the choice to be like i'm not gonna share these things or that just like authentically happened good question i go back and forth about all Mm. of this stuff a lot i i'm not one to like cause waves ever like that's me who i am in my personal life like i Mm. feel like i never i'm not a drama person I'm not like a pity party person I I don't know it's just not very natural to me and it doesn't feel natural to me about sharing that stuff either and I don't know I just really never have and I know some people disagree with that I know some people doesn't bother them at all but if that was something that I really wanted to share then I would or I don't know I would have made an account focused on politics or whatever it was that was like what I wanted to really share um but I think a lot of times I choose not to share certain things and that's about like yeah exactly and if someone wants to get me and have a conversation about whatever something might be like Mm -hmm. of course like I love connecting with people and answering questions and letting them pick my mind and things like that but I share just whatever feels right and I don't really think too deep into it and but people have said to me before like are you going to share about this are you going to share about that and you're just like no no and honestly sometimes I have because I'm like oh shoot should I be sure um which is fine as well because it brings it to my attention and I really appreciate that, but it really depends. Right. No, it's so interesting. The whole push for authentic content is so interesting because I know. I just don't really think on it one depends hand. on the account. Yeah, like, it depends. Like and, you don't owe me your, you know, you being sick or you being upset about something. Like also, I, what did I follow you for? Not that. Yeah. And so, that's what I was gonna say. Like, one, I don't feel like that's anything that's obviously like I did end up I posted like a few days later, I was like out with water and I was like, Oh, like I was sick, like I'm drinking water at the bar tonight. I can't drink. I'm on antibiotic type of thing. And like, right. And whatever, fun life. 
Like I'll share things like that, but I don't need to be like, again, blowing my nose on camera. But in the other side, like I would be totally transparent about like what's gifted on my outfit and what I've bought and things like that. Like there's another side to it as well. It doesn't have to be like my inner thoughts. It's like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to deceive people in any way. I want to be authentic, but I share about specific things and I will be authentic every single day that I show up on my accounts about that stuff. Yeah. And once again, you're holding yourself accountable to what you want to share, what you don't just like really being in charge of yourself. I, yes, I very much agree with that. Like I a hundred percent couldn't have said it better. Yeah. You don't have to blow left or right just because, and I think the thing we're getting to hopefully with, I think TikTok has helped is like, there is space for creators in all different walks of life. You know, and if you want to yes. be a mental health page, be a mental health then you, page. Exactly. Yeah. People will follow you for that and for those resources and for your thoughts on that. And that's phenomenal. I agree though. TikTok has totally opened the door for that. Instagram is not the most inclusive place. At no, all. I don't think at it all. has been. Yeah. But, t- I, but TikTok on the other hand, they're doing something right. Right. Even th- Yeah. I'm curious to see in 10 years how we're going to feel about TikTok. Oh, I at know. some point, I think also why we can't get over that Instagram like is always aesthetically pleasing thing is so old. And like, that's why some people will just shut it off. And I wonder at some point we're going to yeah. be like, I'm so over everyone being so authentic and (laughs) going back to that I know but I do think I mean I feel like I feel this way too like even even if my feed looks beautiful let's say Mm -hmm. like if you click on the real cover like it could be like a funny video that I post on TikTok so it still does show up there so I think it's turning into like a mix of it all which I think well I think the two kind of need to like there has to be a yeah there, there needs to be a middle ground I would love that one platform we're done yeah, agreed. I t- <laughs> similar to how I feel about um streaming services. Like it just needs to be all condensed. Like I'm watching this. Oh my god. This. Could you imagine if you could just turn on one thing in every right. show that you could possibly watch? It's just I can't even remember my, my next episode for like each of them instead of like in exactly. and out, whatever the whole thing. And it's like, is it on Netflix? Is it on Hulu? I know. Disney I always Plus? the first thing I do is Google it to see Where, so I don't waste literally. my time. Yes. <laughs> Genius. Looking on every, I know, first world problems over here. My confessions of literally binge watching TV. Okay, you manage (laughs) so freaking much. What is your advice? And I'm going to even coin you one. um, What is your it girl advice for managing it all? Only do it if it makes you happy and you're enjoying doing it. If you're just pushing yourself to do it, you're never going to want to do it. You're never going to be motivated to do it. And you're never going to find the time to do it either. Mm. So find something that really lights you up and that's how you're going to get motivated. And that's how you're going to get it done. Yeah, agreed. And then what is your advice for people who are looking to grow in the space? Good question. Oh, that is loaded. My first advice would be don't listen to every piece of advice that you see on TikTok or Instagram. It will get in your head and you'll think that I need to do 16 hashtags and I have to put them here and don't, don't do that. Don't do that. I mean, follow the standard rules, use hashtags, all that good stuff, tag people, yada, yada. But I'd say create content that has value, which is hard sometimes in the space of posting your outfits. I struggle with that. Like, I'm sure other creators do. Three TikToks a day. Like, come on. I know. Like, and I... 
not everything can add value, but that is what performs the best. Even like I post video, I've posted videos about like how to use my Dyson Air Wrap, and like people were watching it to learn how to do it, and like mm-hmm. that performs well. Right. Um, so it's getting a little creative with the stuff that you're doing and thinking, if I was looking at this, how, what, what would I want to know? Like, what do you know that other people don't know? And share that with them, but share about stuff that you love as well. Cause again, you'll get burned out. Not worth right. It. I say this a lot. Like we won't watch me try on outfits, even though I love shopping. <laughs> I love getting new clothes. It's just not something I'm going to like making. And we're going to know. We're all going <laughs> to know. And it's not going to be sustainable. You're going to be like, okay, this is the longest day or hour of my life filming this reel. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. no, not at all. Yes. No, I hear you. Absolutely. I think that's the key to it all. Well, and Rachel- people will know. Oh, people will know. No, like, oh, they the will thing. absolutely know. We, the, all the training wheels of like the glass of like, oh, no, no, no. Like this is the Instagram or like, and they they love doing that. That's completely broken. And with TikTok, it's, yeah, yeah absolutely. So agree. shattered. Rachel, absolutely. you were literally so grounded and so just like got it all lined out and I love it. But tell us like what's next for you and plug yourself Good out. question. <laughs> Amazing. Happy to. So what's next? I guess I'm starting my new job. I will hopefully share more about that on all of my accounts. I have, as I mentioned before, I have an updated version of my website launching. So www.justbecauseitspretty.com, linked in all my bios. And I'm putting different features on there where you can like shop specific lists for different occasions, whether it's like specific as like spring under 100 wedding dress guesses. Like I've really kind of thought through all different things. And if you want something specifically, DM me and I will be thrilled to make it. And then I guess last but not least, where you can find me, Instagram, TikTok, and Pinterest all at just because it's pretty and always feel free to DM me and say hi. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Thank you for having me. This was oh a little bit too much fun. Oh, good. I'm glad <laughs> I could you talk about it. it all for hours. Oh, good. I love it. Guys, thank you so much for listening. And a big thank you to Rachel for coming on the show. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to the show. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram. And guys, we'll see you next Tuesday. 